What up, podcasters? I'm Chris, and I am fired up. And this dude in the purple shirt across from me is Dan. What up, Dan? Hey, hey, what's up, Chris? Okay, maybe it's not purple. Yeah, it's like a reddish... Uh... Pink, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, pink. <laughs> so what's up, man? Are you good? Hey, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. That Chevron mustache, that Tom Selleck is coming in, dude. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a beard right now. But I know where you're going with it. I right. can see it. You know, right. I'm I can just, just... I'm just letting the beard go, and then when it comes time, I'm just going to keep that chevron or... Or whatever mustache uh, they yeah, vote or whatever. for. Yeah, whatever. If we, they vote on yeah, Facebook. Whatever the, whatever the listeners voted for. So how's life, man? Life is good. Nah, you don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so we got a good show today. We're talking about truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Yeah, I was quoting like a rap song. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're talking about truth. That's the truth. (laughs) So hey, I'm excited about this. Let's get started. You ready, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Dan, you like Bible verses? (laughs) (laughs) No, I hate them. (laughs) So I have one. You want to tell it to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Lord is good. A stronghold in a day of distress. He cares for those who take refuge in him. Nahum 1-7 People always say God is good, and he is. But I do know this says he cares for those who take refuge in him. He loves us all. But if you take refuge in him, if you have faith in him, and you love him, and you obey his commandments... Like, it goes to a whole nother level. So what you're saying is that God loves everybody. Loves everybody. But if you're taking refuge in Him, if you're seeking after Him... Counting on Him. Counting on Him, then you're saying that that love goes to a different level? whole nother level, man. Because it's like He's kind of just going to let you figure it out if you don't take refuge in Him. Mm -hmm. He's going to let you learn what you need to learn to get where you need to go. (laughs) And that's showing love, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, it's letting your kids, letting your kids uh, try to fix their bike with a fork. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of a screwdriver, you know? Yeah, if they're convinced that yeah. they want to fix their bike with a fork, then... <laughs> right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to stop them. Go ahead and see how that works for you. <laughs> but yeah, it's not that he loves you more if we take refuge in him, but I guess it's his display of love that comes out more. Yeah. Man, when we have faith, dude, he takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. When we believe yeah. in him and we know that he's got us. Recently, I've gone through some like, okay, new job. Yeah. And it, it's it's pretty hard, you know? It's hard to learn. Yeah. Yeah, anything new is difficult. And I pray, I pray hard about it. I tell him I need him. And I have faith and confidence that he will get me through this because I can't do it alone. And I tell him that I cannot do this without you. And man, there's like peace that comes with that. Yeah. And that peace you can only get from God, man. Mm-hmm. Like I can't give myself peace, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, as much as I, I can tell myself, man, stop tripping, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. But by telling yourself that you worry about right, it. More, right. Right. You know? Right. But you, you give it to God and he will take away all that anxiety, all that worry. If you pray about everything, little things, big things, and everything in between, 
and do what you can to like give it to him. Like how do you give it to him? Pray. Pray about it. So Chris, we got Thanksgiving coming up this week. I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? What's your favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving? My macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Don't you eat that every day though? No, not anymore. I, I mean, you can get I, mac and cheese. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, but I mean, it's like you know when we do these questions, it's like every time I have an answer, it's like <laughs> it's never the right answer. <laughs> Come on, Chris, you got to give me the right answer. <laughs> but I mean, is it like a special mac and cheese, or just yeah. every like you know craft well, macaroni and cheese any, out of the box? Any mac and cheese, but this year is going to be different. Yeah, this year. I'm going to make homemade macaroni and cheese. Mm. So I'm starting a tradition. Okay. Yeah. So, but I also like green bean casserole. Yeah. <laughs> I love green bean casserole. No, you don't. <laughs> this guy, he, oh, if he sees green bean casserole on the table, he starts rolling his eyes and saying, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is my sister's favorite green bean casserole. She loves it. And so I, I mean, I always, I always make it every year. I mean, I, I eat it. It's okay. I've had your green bean casserole. Yeah? Yeah. It's easy to make. But, man, my favorite is sweet potato casserole. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's my favorite. So, pecans on top? Yeah, pecans on top, brown sugar, butter on top, you know, all yeah. melted and gooey on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but hey, in recent years, um, a close second has been carrot souffle. You ever had carrot souffle? I don't guess so. So, you take some carrots, you boil them. And then you mash them, kind of like baby food. Yeah. And then you put a lot of sugar in it. And anything with sugar is good. Sure. Except for maybe grits. <laughs> so, Dan, you like Bible verses? Even if I didn't, I think you're going to still tell me one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've read this Bible verse before. But I'm going to do it again. And there's not much you can do to stop me. All right. All right. Except for editing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Isaiah 43, 19. I love this. Because look, I will even make a road in the wilderness and in and rivers in the desert. Okay, so like in the wilderness, like no roads, right? There's nothing. Like say you're in the wilderness I mean, you just got to find your way. Yeah. Like, there's there's no structure. Yeah, you're trying to wander around, and you've got, you know, branches in your way, and you're trying to... Just freestyle it. Uh, yeah. In the wilderness. Yeah. It's, and in the desert, just dry. Just like in somebody's life. Say there's chaos, affliction, just something really messed up. Addiction, just, you're just jacked up. And all of a sudden, God does something totally new. Like, he can do that, and he wants to do that. Man, that's what he's about. He's all about making something out of nothing. I mean, that's what <laughs> he does. From ashes. That's how he rolls. Get you some of that. So, Chris, you ever watch that hoarder show on TV? I try not to. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, I think we're all hoarders to a certain degree. So, sure. I wanted, So, I wanted to know... Is is there anything that you hoard or that you collect a lot of? Yeah, free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I I'm doing lots better, man. Yeah. Like screws, 
you know, stuff like that. Just anything that I'll use one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a, like, I used to have a bunch of sponges, like giant sponges. Yeah, you gave me a few of those. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I took them because I thought that I would use them one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah. But I'm I'm much better. These okay, boxes. You always need a box, and you never know when you're going to need it. Right. But most of the time, I put, like, bills... You know, bad news stuff. Yeah. In the box, and it ends up turning upside down in my closet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, remember that time when you got a big box of pens? Yeah. You just kept giving them out. You just everybody, handed them out to everybody. Everybody at my workplace yeah. got at least five. I went to my car after work one day and opened <laughs> the car, and there were pens all over my, <laughs> my seat. <laughs> yeah, that's good times. And there was that time, uh, you know, your old roommate, Matt. Yeah. Where he sits outside on the porch, I put, I don't know, 400 maybe <laughs> pins in his chair. So while I'm at work, he is working on this tower, this <laughs> pin tower. And I come home for lunch. When I get to the door, I see this pin tower. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. That took a lot of time. And then I open my door and I hear... And I hear the tape come off, and all the pins crash down right there. Yeah, so we had a tape to your door, yeah. to your doorknob, so that when you open it, it all crashed down. Right. <laughs> that dude was, man, you never want to do a prank war with that guy, man. Woo. Do you like scripture? Again. <laughs> so Again with the scripture, Chris. Come on. So, Dan, do you like music? Yeah, I like music. Okay, so best both worlds here. Yeah, okay. Scripture okay. and music. Oh, oh, so music and scripture. Yes. Well, let's hear it. Come on, Chris. Pressure, on. pressure. <laughs> let's get this out of the way. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, you've heard of Casting Crowns. Yeah. And I, I want to say this. I love music. I love music. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> and I will always love cheesy 80s and just also weird music. But I have changed over the last couple of years. And I like music that is like that has good lyrics. Yeah. That talks about positive things. It talks about God. You know, because what you put in your head is what comes out sure. in your life. So this song is from Casting Crowns, Oh My Soul. Oh my soul. Oh how you worry. Oh how you're weary. From fearing you lost control. Okay, and I'm going to read Psalm 43.5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, and my God. Okay, so what David wrote that. So, okay, I'm going to break it down into modern terms. Like how I think. Oh, soul, why am I tripping? <laughs> like, why are you tripping? Why are you worried? But really, that's what I like tell myself lately. Like when I'm going through a struggle or something. Like, why are you tripping, dude? You know what God has done in your life. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to bring you this far just to let you fail. Just to leave you... Where you are by yourself. You yeah. Know, if let he, you go through If he did miracles in your life before, then why would he stop now? Right. I mean, because he's going to get to the finished product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm in manufacturing now, so <laughs> I think in terms of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, God's got such a big plan. I mean, you know, we don't see... We don't see the end result. We don't see the end product, but he does. He's going to he, see he knows, he knows where he's going. He knows the, the, the complete plan that he has in place. Right. He's going to see it through. All right. So, Chris, I was thinking about 
about truth and whether there are absolute truths or are things true just because we were told they were true growing up. Um, I've been told that the earth spins around and goes around the sun, but I've never seen it. I can't feel that the earth is spinning around. It, it feels like I'm sitting still right now. So is that true? Is it true because somebody told me that it's true or is it true because it's true? Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Yeah. When I was a kid, like my mom always told me if I dreamed about snakes, then my conscience was guilty. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. Love you, mama. I don't know if that's true or not, but like in my head, it's true. I mean, she could have made that up because, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> but, but in my head, I'm 38 years old. In my head, it's true. So if you dream about snakes. Yeah, the other night, I, I had a dream about a, a copperhead. Yeah. I got bit. Yeah. And I woke up, and I'm like, man, what did I do? Like, I'm like, yeah, why, why am I feeling so guilty? Oh, my soul. <laughs> well, am I guilty? But, I mean, that's probably not true, right? It's true to me. But it's true to you because yeah. you were told that it's true, right. right? So so it may be true to you, but not true to me. I mean, is that how everything works? Just because it's true for one person doesn't necessarily mean that it's true for the other. It's a tough question. It's what you believe. Like, your truth can be what you believe. It's what's true for you. All right, so there's different religions in the world. Right, you got Muslims, you've got Hindu, um, you've got... Judaism? Judaism. Shout out to Aunt Judy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're dreaming about snakes, then that means you have a guilty conscience. That's a Judaism. <laughs> anyway, you got all these different religions, and what they believe in, they believe it's true. But does that make it true? So if all these religions think that their religion is true, and I think my religion is true, then is all truth relative to what we grew up believing? And how do we know for sure? How do we know for sure that there is absolute truth? It, it's difficult to know what's truth and what's not truth. I mean, people are always trying to get you to believe what they believe or what they want you to believe. Yeah, so it's hard to know what what you can believe, like what, what is true. Man, we don't have all the answers about absolute truth. But we do know one thing. We know what the scriptures say. We know what the Bible says about truth. We can trust God, not just because somebody's told us we can trust God, but because we can see the evidence of God and his faithfulness. Like how you've seen the evidence of God in your life. And I've seen the evidence of God in your life and about how he's changed you. I can see evidence of God in my life. And so that's the reason we can trust God. Right. Because of evidence. He does what he says he's going to do, man. Right. You know, so of course we got to be careful about believing somebody. We, we can't just believe somebody that we don't know that we just met off the street. You know, that trust is built through evidence. There's somebody doing what they say that they're going to do. Like, that's how we know we can trust somebody. So in John 14, 6, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you don't know what truth is, Jesus is telling us that he is the truth. Jesus is the truth. He can't just say he's the truth and, and expect us to believe him, right? He had to show us. He showed us that he was the truth. I mean, he gave up his life for us. 
He demonstrated his love for us. And he demonstrated his power by raising himself from the dead. And if he says he is the truth because of the evidence that he gave us, we can trust him. We can come to him for receiving the truth. And Jesus is what we can measure up everything else that we're being told. Well, there's evidence of God being true and real in my life. So there's that. I mean, you can't tell me that God's not real. I mean, because I see it. I've been told one thing. I've been told something my whole life that God, he's real. But I, I always thought, you said this before, but when you thought of God, you thought, of this guy in white with mm-hmm. long white hair, a long white beard, and gorgeous blue eyes. And, like, he just wanted to judge you. He wanted to correct you. Right. He wanted to, like, basically spiritually spank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he just, like, he couldn't wait to sit. He's sitting on the throne, couldn't wait until you did something wrong. So yeah, he right. Could, like, yeah. But no. No. But he's a God of love. And like what you're saying... God has done things in your life. You have evidence that God is real and that God loves you and is wanting good things for you. And nobody can take away that. Nobody can take away that evidence from you. Nobody can deny that. Hey, I don't care what nobody says. I know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know that you are good. I like your singing. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. You are a good, good father. You love us. You take care of us. And we thank you for that. I pray for the listener. I pray that whatever they hear, that they see the truth and you are the truth, the way and the life. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for loving us. We love you. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. Remember that you are loved. There is hope for all in Jesus. And you are never too far gone.